Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Your boy A Wall is live and direct from the DMV, DC. What's going on, my brother? I got a special guest with me today. You might remember him from episode two, Wrap Your Community in Gold. We have probably one of my longest conversations <laughs> and best conversations. And back then, the office was just getting built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even what it is today. So I'm going to let my brother introduce himself, tell you about his business, how it's changed over the last year, the growth and development, what's new, what's coming up, and then we're going to get into some things. Well, you know, my name is Maurice Robinson, a.k.a. Mr. Rich Grills. Everybody's called me Rich now. <laughs> you know, I own a, a dental regalia company, Grills Fronts Company, custom jewelry, chains, necklaces, you know, everything, you know. Um, but not only that, we're a lifestyle brand. Right. We offer everybody the clothing, you know, the accessories, you know, we also make it so that everybody can be a part of Rich Grills. You know what I mean? If mm. you're in California and you want a custom set, we make it real easy for people who are in different parts of the country, different parts of the world, really. Right. To, um, you know, shop with us, support us, and uh, endorse us, mm-hmm. you know, on the streets. What I loved about it uh, is what you had told me yesterday is like, Tell them the reason why you started doing the hoodies and the hats and the T-shirts, like outside, because you are a jewelry company, but you thought it was important to do the hoodies and, you know what I'm saying, the paraphernalia. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, I think the biggest thing you could do is cut off an audience just because they don't, um, they're not, your your initial product or service isn't in their paradigm, you know, like, mm-hmm. or it's not a part of their culture, you know what I mean? Or it's outside of their character. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're not in the grills, you know, like, I still want to give you an outlet to support what we're doing because, you know, like you said in episode two, it wasn't really about, you know, you know, like, you know, um, like getting, it wasn't really about like getting money, but it wasn't really about the ostentatiousness of, you know, gold and dealing with gold mm-hmm. and other precious metals. Right. It was more so what can we do with this to better serve the community? Mm-hmm. You know, so I also want to give the community different ways to serve me, to help me, right. you know, achieve my mission and achieve my goal. So if it's offering, you know, T-shirts because you ain't into having gold in your mouth or silver in your mouth or platinum in your mouth or diamonds in your mouth, then I'm going to make sure I give everybody and it's going to be hot though right because you know I mean? the design is fire like the the logo is hot like that's the one thing it popped out to me I was like oh yeah this shit hard like I mean you know I'm not playing with them you know like I tell people all the time it's it's not me mm. it's not just me you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the face of the company I'm the owner of the company mm-hmm. but I got a team you know what I mean mm-hmm. I got the craziest sickest team in the world like you know what I mean mm-hmm. Rav is my brother uh, you know um you know, AIM Society, right. you know what I mean? Different people who um, help me with the visuals and, you know, with the ideas and, mm-hmm. you know, helping me stay focused and stuff like that. We all collaborate to make something hot, you know? My whole goal is to push the brand to the level where they can all retire, not from just, you know, whatever their nine to five is or whatever businesses I'm just talking about just retire period mm-hmm. like we are just chilling right you know what I mean doing what we want yeah 
What is my man's name? I was trying to figure him out uh, the other day because uh, when you had picked this up, Derek and uh, the one who had rode with me, our co-worker, my boy, we was talking about the one, uh, Paul Wall's jeweler, the one that he opened up his joint with. Is uh, it Ricky? Johnny, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Was it was it anybody like looking, like not necessarily you looked up to, but kind of studied the game from like before you kind of got into it? I mean, they created the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but they older than me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I respect, I respect their contribution to it because, you know, we from, I'm from DC. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't for like Swisher House Records, watching Mike Jones, right. watching Who? you know Slim Thugger, <laughs> you know what I mean, Paul Wall, and all of them, that was how I really got introduced to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean with Ti, ATL, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's how I got introduced to it mm-hmm. in the first place. What I'm trying to do is just use my talents to give my son, my community something that I think is dope about their community. Mm-hmm. You know, the history of grills, the history of gold teeth, it go back so far. You know what I mean? We learned like, gold teeth in Africa, dog. I mean, you talk about Africa, <laughs> Africa. You talking about you know different Etruscan communities, right? Uh, you know what I mean? You talking about a lot of long, rich history right. of people wearing grills, people associated with the South, but mm-hmm. you could even find a strong, you know, relevance of gold teeth in, in New York City mm-hmm. in like the 70s and the 80s, you know, people not being able to afford dentures and new teeth, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, getting 22 karat gold teeth right. instead, you know what I mean? Like, it's a long, rich history, so I'm looking at everybody, you know what I mean? I'm looking at everybody. Right. You know, it wasn't, you know, Johnny and, and Paul Wall, I, I definitely think they like you know, they they on the Mount Rushmore right. of the industry. Right. You know, but it's and I'm and I'm also interested in jewelry, period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm also interested in jewelry overall. So, you know, it's so much I got it's so much more I wanna learn, so much more I need to learn to, right. you know, achieve on a level that it's a never-ending process. Of, right. you know never-ending process. So I'm watching everybody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm learning from everybody. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm learning from everybody. It's not really a competition thing. I'm just trying to better my formula. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not trying to look for any any secrets to the game. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make my formula more effective. Mm. All right, yeah. Now, talk about this some, too, because this is something, you know, we're in an entrepreneurial society now. A lot of people trying to start something, get into something. Talk about how you introduced a product that wasn't familiar to the area. So, like you said, like, uh, you know, it's not a big, it wasn't a big grill culture here. So, you wanted to bring that here. So, kind of talk about that because there's a lot of people who is bringing something, whether it's like a vegan restaurant to a spot where it's usually only fucking ribs around or something like that. Like, what is it and how do you do it? Um, I think every industry might be, you know, different mm-hmm. in that respect but at the same time I think it's all about you know I don't know that's a that's a difficult question I never really thought about it you know like a lot of a lot of times I just play it on the nostalgia of it mm-hmm. you know like it's something that make you think about something cool mm-hmm. you know so if I don't focus on the product I just focus on the memories or the ideas or the or the thoughts that go around it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, what do you think of when you see somebody with a for grill in their mouth? You know, right. and how well can I paint the picture around that thing? Right. You know, so if I can create a world, if I show you a world, <laughs> you know, it was one time when I was teaching. Um, we was debating if they should let me do this class. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was it was just, it was gonna be this real dope revolutionary entrepreneurship, you know, one on one course. Right. And um, you know, so in the meeting it was like, Do you think do you think students would sign up? And my mentor said, If you build it, they will come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just tried to build a city mm-hmm. where wearing grills is cool, where, you know, Looking opulent is cool, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Giving people another outlet to accessorize their personalities. Right. So, in entrepreneurship, do you think the most important thing is getting started or not quitting? I think. It's depending on where you starting from and what you quitting on. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because... I like that. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it depends on what position you in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right, the right. thing about an entrepreneur, if you really a hustler, no matter what your business that people know you for, mm-hmm. you always got other things going on and you trying to strategize what's the best way to implement those things. Right. You know, given the formula that you just implemented with your your major brand, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. And I give you the opportunity to try different things with with with, with different services and products you may have. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip end, you know, people say persistence, persistence, persistence. Like failure, 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 failure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes failure means you're just doing the wrong shit, the wrong thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times that's what, I mean, not a lot of times, but sometimes that's what failure means. Sometimes failure means you're either looking at something the wrong way mm-hmm. or failure means that you're just in the wrong lane. Mm-hmm. Like, you think you're supposed to be doing this right. that way, but in reality, you know, it's meant for you to do it in a way that's more natural to your talents, your personality, and your persuasiveness. Mm. I dig that. You got to know your capabilities, and you got to also know why you failing. You know what I'm saying? Why do you want to quit? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the real reasons why you want to quit? Mm-hmm. Now, if the reasons that you want to quit are truly external, be waiting on you, all this, all that, all that, all of that, mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe it's, you know, something you should think about, like, reapproaching. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, cause it's resistance from right. the world. You know what I mean? But right. if you find out a lot of the reasons why you want to quit an intern, you don't have the time, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't, whoa, 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 whoa. then I think it's not necessarily a thing of quitting on the business. It's more so a thing of uh, quitting on your mindset, mm-hmm. like reprogramming yourself. Right. I think, man, I think a lot of people approach it like the way you had just said it. With the failing is like I just got to keep going, keep going, keep going, as opposed to reinventing themselves, like or reinventing the product, adding something new to it. Like I was even listening, I'm not listening, but reading a book, and I was talking about how like uh, Airbnb, it was just something like where people just used to come downstairs and get breakfast, like at people's houses, mm-hmm. and then it opened up into something else, where it's like now it is what it is. Like you can rent out a whole house, you can stay for weeks, you can do this. And then they just give you all sorts of different things you could do around the area. So I think it's more so, like you said, it's reinventing, reapproaching something. I think the biggest and best example is Apple. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the the guy who might be 
the most innovative technological mind of our time got fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Big fired. You know what I mean? Like, right. and I don't. I mean, I don't know his whole story. You know mm. what I mean? But I do know that he learned some things. You mm. know what I mean? And figured some things out on how to do things differently. A real approach in a way. And it's not just banging your head on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's banging your head, analyzing your scars, and realizing how can you get past that impediment without. Banging your head against it again. Right, 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 right. In this time that you in, that we in entrepreneurship, like you said, I always like to get pick your brain because you got good well, stuff. We always for the folks. been in an entrepreneurial time. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. I think the biggest thing between now and then is that the drug community, you know, the drug community is influenced a world. Well, not really a world. Well, yeah, I would say a world inside of a world. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a lot of people who was listening to Jay-Z. You got a lot of people who was listening to, you know, Nas, DMX. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cash money. like Master P. Master P and No Limit. You All know right. what I mean? How many times on that Nipsey Hussle did we hear him reference, like, we the No Limit right. of the West. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we grew up. We saw them do that. We saw them literally take go from a legal place to a legal place mm-hmm. and make that legal place so profitable that they won't even have to do nothing illegal again. Right. But now we looking at it like, shoot, we could just skip straight to the legal part. Right, 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 right. And I love it. So talk about that, too, because a lot of those people you just brought up is... Um nah, you good. So what I was saying was... A lot of those people you just named, it was about the team that they put around them. So you talked a little bit about team earlier. I wanted you to go. Team, team, team. In depth about that because a lot of people talk about, uh, you know, Jay-Z and Dame. And then they don't talk about Hoffa, who was like behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Kareem Biggs, like that was handling a lot of work on the streets. Like it's behind the scenes people too. And everybody has to play their position. That was something dope. I don't know if you saw the uh the damn Chris Rock Netflix special. He was like, Man, this shit is like a band. Like sometimes you're gonna be lead singer, sometimes you gotta play that tambourine. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. everybody plays an important role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you go about picking that team? Because a lot of times I see like even with me, like I would love to pick friends and stuff like that but sometimes it's like bro I can't have you specifically working with this maybe down the line you know what I'm saying I could bring you in for something but in this building process like I don't think you fit into that so what do you look for when you like building the team to build the pyramid I mean I start off with the the, the, the bigger picture mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I forgot. I can't remember what song. You can't see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Stay in your frame. Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't forgot who said something like that. I look for the bigger picture. Like if you can see the vision, if you can see and believe what this thing gonna be, then like I don't gotta motivate you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really looking to motivate nobody. Mm. I'm looking. That's real. I'm looking. Like, <laughs> Because I'm a hard worker. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. And the people who already is down with the movement work damn hard, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
and they motivated. You know what I'm saying? Not just for, you know, what I do, because it ain't like they just on my team. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like we all free agents in the game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And the allegiances that we build, we all like nations. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like I'm looking for an ally. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm looking for an ally. Like, it ain't about, you know what I'm saying, which, about people being with me every day. Right. It's about when I call you and it's time to go to war. Mm-hmm. Bring in your nation and your assets. Right. And your war mind. Mm-hmm. And that's a team to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay, you know, I be, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I consider Jay-Z an uncle. You know what I'm saying? Right. But <laughs> I look at... That's all, real, though. But I look at all he do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even with, like, the sports management, how mm-hmm. when he started with the sports management, it was just, you know, with CAA sports. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Then... You know, dropping big deals, Robinson Cano, KD, and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. then going off and into another world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then going off on their own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or watching what um, what uh, Emory is doing with planes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he doing that thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the affiliations with Puma and stuff like that. Right. Like if I could be that tree, I could let I could let the people who 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 I collect the people who um, enrich the soil to become branches. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. And reach out and you know grow different fruits. You know what I'm saying? For right. for what we for what we doing is team, team, team. You know what I'm saying? There's no ego in it. Like I'm not doing this to be richer than everybody else. Right. I'm not doing it to be richer than everybody else. I'm doing it so that we all rich. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'm doing it because we all rich. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because right. I, I done had a bit. Like I, like I said, I can't motivate nobody. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even nobody motivate me. I seen it. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. like, I seen how, I seen the lives we going, we lead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. in our, in our, in our good years. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Are you motivated by the process? Because I hear a lot of people talk about that. Like, because I know I love the the end goal too, but like working it out and figuring out how to get there. Like, I love that piece of it too. So, what is it about that process that's so important? Um, I think process is cool. I mean, process is cool because process is something you can practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could you could practice process. Mm-hmm. You know, you could become better at, you know, you can become better at performing and knowing what you need to do to complete something. Mm-hmm. You know, and becoming so masterful at it that you make it look easy. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool, but like it's so many different processes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the process for me is establishing a business. Like I like establishing businesses mm-hmm. more than having businesses mm-hmm. and sales. You know what I mean? And I guess like like that will make me one of the people who are in love with the process. But at the same time, like I don't ever forget what I do it for. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not more I'm not in more in love with the process than I am the outcome. Right, right, right. Because sometimes the process. Affects the outcome in a in a not mm-hmm. necessarily beneficial way. Right, 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 right. Like you're so stuck on doing things the way you're doing them, you don't realize the way you're doing them is losing you money in a roundabout way. Right. And it's been worked for five, six, seven, ten years mm-hmm. of people telling you. You know what I'm saying? 
yo, just this us, what's this up? And you so ignorant to it, you thinking, yo, I'm getting money, but boom, you don't listen. Right. But nah, like you could always better your process. You could always learn how to be a more effective human being. Mm. And that's what I try to do in life and business, especially, mm. you know, in the in the space that that like like where we started from, like I said, you right. know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I don't have no I don't everything I do I learned from somebody who I never met before. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yo man, like we got so many people to look up to, man. Like it's it's like that first award, I don't know what it's gonna be for, whether it's gonna be an Oscar, an Emmy, a damn Nobel Peace Prize, but I feel like my list of people to thank is so long and they probably gonna be like, What the hell? I ain't never met dude. <laughs> I'ma thank my mama, my daddy, God and Jay Z. Right. And my list short, man. Right. And I don't want and I ain't even trying to sound like, you know, biting or you know what I mean, riding or nothing like that. It's just more so like The, the the perspective that, that you acquire can be so limited and you don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, your, your potential outcomes of your life that you think, like, these are the ways that my life can turn out can be so limited mm-hmm. due to a, a ter- external factors that have nothing to do with your potential or character. Mm-hmm. It's just... How it happens for people right. like me from where I'm from doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you can e- easily accumulate that mindset. Mm-hmm. And nah, that's not the. No, it's not an option. You know right. what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, bro, I just get so many gems, man. It's like, I just, why I love reading, I love listening to music so much because I feel like we look for these prophets in these books, like we read about them and, you know, the Bible or the Quran and stuff like that. And I'm like, there's so many that's here today. Like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really prophets that's here today. Like, I know. Well, like, listening to the blueprint, like, how that made me feel, like, when I was in the fucking seventh grade. Like, it made me feel like I could do something. It made me believe in myself in a different type of way. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, reading fucking the autobiography of Malcolm X. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, just little pieces of things, like, that you get. And you're like, man, like, when I read these books, like, David... You know, Moses, like, this is how the people was feeling that was listening to them is the way I'm feeling when I'm listening to these people. Yeah, yes. And that's exactly why writing is important. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't write enough. Like, I I, I did an interview up at uh, WKYS where I said we got to codify our culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got to code our culture. You know what I mean? We got to give people mediums where they could learn our culture, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we come from an oral tradition, mm-hmm. you know. And, again, sometimes we got to realize, you know, how to enhance our process from others. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to live in this world, to succeed in this world, you need a paper trail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why mm-hmm. everybody's emailing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is... Nothing is is verbal. Everything is written. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. it's a way to go back and track, you know what I mean, what was being said, what was going on, and what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But for a long time, our knowledge has been tampered Mm -hmm. with rather being burnt, 
you know what I mean, by Persecles in Greece or, you know, the Romans and Caesar, like, it's been an attack on our knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm seeing all of these writers, Toni Morrison's of the world, mm-hmm. the uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates of the world, mm-hmm. Ta-Nehisi Coates of the world, I think. Mm-hmm. Um I'm seeing all of these right, the Teju Coles of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all of these people talk about life, mm-hmm. and it's something that you know my kids can read and understand things without having to diagnose the world to attain that knowledge. Mm. I like that shit, dog. Like the reading <laughs> is crazy, bro. Like, like now nah, I just finished reading the Beautiful Struggle, and I was like, man, like. Even though my life wasn't exactly like his. And who's that one by? Beautiful Struggle. Coats. Coats, right. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's his autobiography. I'm reading it, and I'm like, man, I really, I see what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, we translate and we translate and we translate, but we need people to put what we translate into English words. Mm. And that's what I appreciate about writing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what I appreciate about reading. You know, and I want to get us more into it. You know, they always tell people to read more, read more, read more, read more, read more, read more, read more. And I'm always telling people, write more, write more, write more, write more, write more, write more, write more. You know what I mean? Because it's one thing to take in all of the things and all of the knowledge and all the information that exists in the world. But it's also a thing to give your value to the world as well. Expression. Expression. I love that. Drop your uh, social media and all of that right quick, man, so they know where to follow you at. Man, at Rich Grills. That's Rich Grills, R-I-C-H-G-R-I-L-L-Z. And PhD Rich is my personal Instagram. You know, we coming really hard this spring, summer. I'm really excited about the different things that we done produced and thought of, and I'm looking forward to it, you know. Absolutely, man. Make sure y'all LA follow him. In June, we coming to LA. In June, what? What's solidified? Was it June 9th? Is that that's Saturday? We gonna yeah, figure it out. Yeah, we figure yeah. it out. But it'll be in June for sure, for sure. <laughs> and uh, make sure you go to uh, Imani Shani's YouTube page. That's I M A N I S H A N I. She ain't traveling with us, of course, but she's here in spirit and. Her YouTube is blowing up, so make sure y'all follow her. Man, Imani got to catch one of these interviews, man. Oh, you know, we starting all the video shit next month. So, matter of fact, when you come out for June, we just do it again. Or we'll have the cameras. Family. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. So, speaking of music, man, what you listening to, what you loving, you can talk about what you hating if you feel like it. But I I'm more concerned about what you love. No, I ain't going to talk yeah. about what I'm hating. I, I'm more concerned about what you loving. Man, I'm only really listening to... Nipsey and Sabrina Claudio right now. <laughs> you keep telling me about that. I'm about to download that shit right now. <laughs> and tell me why. Um, I like Nipsey content, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like um the divine property in the black community is the hustler's ambition. Mm. And he is manifesting that 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 attitude, that mindset, mm-hmm. in a way that no other rapper has since Hove. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody really saying like, "Yo, this how you get it." Mm-hmm. Do it like this. Think like this. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you can make it out of your situation mm-hmm. without going to jail. Mm-hmm. Nobody doing that. Mm-hmm. Everybody out here like, look, I got rich, but I got lucky because mm-hmm. I made it through doing this, 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 this. But it's like, nah, I had a formula. Mm-hmm. Even though I had to go through that, 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 look where I'm at. But you can apply it to wherever you at in life too. All right. And that's what I'm liking right there with Nipsey. Mm-hmm. And my boy introduced me to Nipsey and like, oh, Oh, maybe it's going to be 2009, 2010, maybe, mm-hmm. with Corey from L.A. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been really, I've been really um, bumping with, I've been bumping with that Nipsey. But that's Sabrina Claudio. That's my, I think that's my spirit sister. You know what I'm saying? What's dope about her, man? What you, what you fucks with about her? You know, I just think it's, it's good just, sex music. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's good. Co- <laughs> I ain't gonna get into all that, but it's good connection music. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like she vibing, she she tapping in the vibrations. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People act like vibrations and energy ain't existing all around us. You know what mm. I'm saying? And, and then you know, like I just feel like, cause I don't even I don't know for sure, but I just be feeling like. The stuff she talking about, not necessarily even personal experience. Mm. It's more so like she just analyzing the world in a way and analyzing the relationships and analyzing time in a way that's extremely dope to me. All right. I'm definitely checking that shit out. I'm with you with Nipsey, man. That's I put it up on Facebook. I was like, that that's the first CD I had that made me feel that good about hustling since like the blueprint that's like the last joint made me feel like that now i love jeezy and them like jeezy and ti they gave me great hustler albums too yeah i was about to say yeah i love yeah, nah, i can't say that yeah jeezy and ti and ross ross gave you some good hustling jumps. he did he did but for some reason you know what it was about nip it was just the whole like I really felt like I got to follow his whole process. Maybe that's what it was a it's little bit It's not about the music. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... I mean, maybe... Maybe um, maybe you could say... Um, last time that I checked, mm-hmm. it's like commercially, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. But that jumped hard. Right. You know what I'm saying? It and what he talking about in it, bro? Man, what? <laughs> man, what? Like... That jumped so hard, and he feel it. Like, it's like, it just reminded me of that era where yeah. people was giving you so much content. And game. was doing it in such a rhythmic way. Right. Like, he was going in so crazy in one of them verses, and it wasn't even really, like, what he was saying. It was just how he was transitioning from bar to bar and keeping the momentum of the narrative going. Mm. You know what I'm saying? On a on a track that sounded like, you know what I mean, like some made to be a hit jump. You know right, what I'm saying? You right, know right. jumps that that's right. made to be hits. Bands right. that make you dance sound right. just like the Rihanna song. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> throw it right. up, throw it up. You know what I'm right. saying? You know songs that sound like they're supposed to be for a hit. Right. But with these artists feel though with those artists feel those feel the music with be like yeah, I like that jump. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite jumps. Mm-hmm. That's just one of my favorite jumps. I'm from DC. Almost, which I do, Ghost Ride the Whip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Ride the Whip. 
but I loved it, man. I loved it. I loved it, man. So and it's some relatable. I don't gotta be. I don't gotta be a crip to understand Nipsey. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. He like you, you. You know what I'm saying? Your loyalties is to who your loyalties is to. Right. Rep, elevate everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't have this mindset and think it's okay to not minister this mindset to your peers, mm-hmm. especially when you know it's beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it's working for you. You got to make sure it's infectious to the people around you. Mm-hmm. If you're a positive source of information and experiences, then you got to. Yeah, and man, it was one of the great experiences. That's why I can't wait till you come out there. I'm going to go back up there again with you. But going to the uh, the marathon store, bro, that shit is right in the middle of the hood, bro. But that dude is employing people, like, from the area. Like, you could tell, bro. Felons, like people who done been through some things. He making them security. And that's he making us handing out flyers. But that's taking what it's care about. of them. That's what it's about. That's why we gotta build it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's why we gotta build it. And and I'm the same way with all every business I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to employ the people from my community right. that to the outside world. It is unemployable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got a safe haven that they could go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a place that they could go to that if society um <clears throat> If society um, corrupts them or society, you know, taints their image or, or smuts their rep, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. They can go back to this place and everything be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everything be good. You can still make a living, earn a living here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I always hear my, my home girl, she a little gangster. You know what I'm saying? But she always <laughs> say, like, if this don't work out, I'm going to just go back to my country. All right. I'm just going to go back to my country. Mm. Somebody going to take care of me there. Right. Somebody going to employ me there. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But just the neighborhood I was born in got torn down three years ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, where, where's my safe haven? Mm. You know what I'm saying? When if I, if I get locked up at 16 and I get out five years later, mm. who is going to employ me? Right. You telling me that I've been just locked up in a government facility and now I'm out here trying to get a government job? Mm. That's real. Or that I don't support a top-ranking government official? Mm-hmm. That's real talk. You know what I'm saying? But when you start building marathons, when you start building... You know, Rich Grills, when you start building um, Clutch Sports, mm-hmm. when you start building, you know, industries like that, you give, you know, you give infrastructures that not only give people opportunities for employment, but give people the tools they need for promotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't just employ me. Put me on a career track. Mm-hmm. Like, this ain't your end point. This is where I'm just starting you at because you got to learn this. This right. thing here, Get you know what I'm saying? Mentorship. Right. That's what a lot of people receive in their employment places. You know, they got a manager or somebody who is helping them get to where they want to get to in their career, mm-hmm. coaching them mm-hmm. on what they need to do. Right. But how many people get that opportunity who don't have a high school degree mm-hmm. or who don't have a college degree or who don't have, you know, advanced learning degree, mm-hmm. but who, again, 
who do you have to go through to get these degrees and to get these diplomas? Right. You know what I'm saying? My high school was a state-owned facility. You know what I'm saying? Right. My my college received money from the state. Mm. My grad school received money from the state. All of these different things are heavily influenced by the same medium that wishes to oppress a lot of the people in the communities that I come from, and it's well-documented, mm. and nobody can deny it. It's a reason why we're going crazy over Black Panther, because there's something going on on the black people right. you know what I'm saying right right and speaking of that cause I build I feel like we building the real Wakanda that's what's going on right now we building that you know what I'm saying so give me your take on the movie real quick what you like you know what I'm saying what you didn't like what you wanna see in the future I mean, and then we could talk about building know, the real you know, Wakanda. But you know, like I ain't really. I mean, it was a cool, it was a dope movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Marvel got a formula. They got and their, they stick to it. They got the <laughs> formula. They not going straight away from their formula. They just going to inject some stuff in it. All right. So if it's Captain America, it's going to be the Marvel formula with right. a lot of America. All right. In it. All right. Black Panther. It's going to be the Marvel formula with a lot of black stuff in it. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that the way it was executed was dope. I don't really care about the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think it was a nice movie. I think it was a dope movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? But look at the actors. They was all crazy. Look at the director. Mm-hmm. This is a big movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. this is a big movie. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm happy, I'm happy with, with the outcome. But it, like, and like the actors have been saying, it's about the representation part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, you know, I got a nephew. It's about him not wanting to be Peter Parker or Clark Kent or, you know, uh, what's Batman's name? Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne right. You know what I'm saying? Those are cool people. Right. Those are very cool people, but it's not, it's not. It's not, always good to have someone that look like you. It ain't even about looking like you. It's always somebody who could identify with you. The characterization of Black Panther mm-hmm. is somebody who is well-versed to talk about your life. Mm-hmm. They not about to have no dialogue about black lives in Captain America. Right. They not about to have no dialogue about black lives in Batman. Right. They not about to have no dialogue about black lives in any way in Spider-Man. Right. I don't care how amazing y'all say he is. Right. But in Black Panther, you better not have a movie titled Black Panther that's not talking about black lives. And I like that they did it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, like the person, the movie and stuff like that, cool movie, dope movie, dope movie. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying nothing negative about Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't even mad at Me you. and Ryan can talk about that. Yo, let me ask you this, though. Was... Killmonger, the most loved villain since like Nino Brown, no doubt. Nah, I don't think he was that loved. <laughs> I don't think he was that loved. Why not? The domestic Should he violence, have been? The domestic violence part. The domestic violence part? Nah, bro, that, that rubbed people the wrong way. He ain't had to slap that old lady. Loki, <laughs> he slapped her or he choked her out? Whatever he did, Loki wouldn't have did that. Straight up. <laughs> but I'm talking about compared to Nino. Nino canceled that bitch. 
Yeah, niggas still love Nino. But it was the 90s. <laughs> and, 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 and who, and, and to me, Nino wasn't the villain either. <laughs> Nino wasn't the villain. Everybody loved Nino. Nino wasn't the villain. Yeah, Ice-T was the snitch. Right. Ice-T was the one pretending to be somebody's friend. What a hurtful thing to do. Oh, my goodness, You crazy. But folks is posting. They posted Michael B. They like, they like that, they like that character, though, dog. Yeah, nah. Because it really, it, it, it almost seemed like, not exactly, but it was almost like a damn Malcolm and Martin like scenario. Like, you could, you could understand what he was talking about. It was like, oh, nigga, that makes sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been telling everybody, like, it wasn't his paradigm or his rhetoric that was wrong with Killmonger. It was his methods. His methods was CIA. His methods was American military. Right. It was the implementation. Like, the, the, how do you destabilize a country? Right. You know what I'm saying? And instead of trying to destabilize Wakanda, right. destabilize one of them countries in Europe. Right. You know what I'm saying? One of the superpowers in Europe. Right. You go destabilize somewhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't do all this to destabilize. You know? It was, you know, it was emotional with him. It was you emotional. Know, that was, that was, that was, it was emotional. And it, it was in the movie. It was, it was a movie. You know, that's how it they had to do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I, you know, I don't like that they killed Michael B. The studio, or you don't like the fact that Michael B. killed himself? Cause he said he he said bury me with in the waters, nigga. He said he ain't had to go out. <laughs> he oh. said, nigga. Oh no, nah, that's he not. Said, hey, look, bury me with my ancestors. If I gotta see a black man kill another black man for white people in a movie, it better be like that. Right. It better be like that. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it better not be on no how dare you try to. Right. It better be like, dog, I understand that you wanted to do that, mm-hmm. but not yet. Right. Or not like that. Right. Whatever. So, nah, like, <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's my only thing. Like, but, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I think he was a, I think he was definitely a character you could empathize with because, you know, the angry black man scenario in America is real. Like, oh, yeah. it's been times where I've been treated in a way, or like the dude from uh, Hurt Bay say, I've been judged. By things outside my character It's been too many times I've been judged by things outside my character That infuriated me In, right. in a way Where it was like A word All right. Like y'all don't know Where I come from All right. Y'all don't know Y'all don't know who I am All right. Like when he said his name Like I done been in that situation I understood him You know what I'm saying right. And then the betrayal from You know your own people all right into a world of people who promise to betray you all right then acting like they don't know you when you come back in the house <laughs> i know who you are all right all right and so when i go in there and beat everybody ass then i'm wrong mhm mhm i see why michael b did they kill his father yeah we and talk about this good movie father. like we talk about this movie dad. like the notebook. Yeah. Black Panther was half notebooks for some black men. It was. That was. It was when that. he went back to his ancestral home and it was an apartment in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> you see T'Challa. 
He go back home. This nigga in Jumanji. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Panthers climbing out the tree. He in Jumanji with the eye in the Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? Like right. a piece of Jumanji. Right. Homie go to his home. I hear sirens. <laughs> I'm like, dog. I feel your pain, bro. <laughs> so, we got to wrap it up. But I want you to tell you, so, we didn't talk about a lot of stuff. Entrepreneurship on many fronts. And we talked about Wakanda. How how do we build the new Wakanda, man, the real Wakanda? How do we build the new Egypt, Nile River? Employment. The new Black Wall Street. Nah, employment, man. Mm. Employment, man. Building things and employing others. Mm. We talk about the pyramids, and I don't know if the pyramids was built by slaves. I'm pretty sure they were, but it was a different kind of slavery. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was still a society where people mm-hmm. work together to accomplish extravagant things. Right. That the outside world, the woke world, or the quote unquote conscious world still can't figure out. Mm. And I feel like hip hop is the same thing. Mm. Hip hop is the pyramid of Giza in 2018. Mm. How the hell did this thing get here? Right. These boys is talking. Right. These boys is poets over beats. Right. Mm. They can't understand what we doing. They can't understand Black Panther. Mm-hmm. How is this movie being promoted to a minority and doing better than a movie promoted to America in America? All right. Black Panther bigger than Captain America. Mm. That's showing you something. We got power, man. It ain't about we got power. It's showing that the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. You right. Black Panthers... Built America. Mm. Not the party. I'm talking about black people, black hands. Right. That's a perfect way to end it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so drop your social one more time, and then we're going to see you again in June, you feel me? So you don't let them know all of that. Rich Grills, R-I-C-H-G-R-I-L-L-Z. My personal Instagram. It's PhD Rich. You can also catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, everything. Same tag, Rich Grills with a Z. Make sure you follow him, man. If you don't get the grill, buy three hoodies, buy three hats. Do something. Support black business. Support us. Like, subscribe. Send us to somebody. And y'all have a blessed, happy, and extravagant week. And I'll holler at y'all the next time. Akuna Matata, my niggas. Peace. Peace.